What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? Cold out there. Even here in sunny Los Angeles. Just a, just a titbit nip. And then I saw on the news today that, like, crazy storms are, like, flying on through the rest of the country. So everyone's kind of cold. I watched the season finale of White Lotus last night. And, um, I mean, Brandy and I will talk about it. It's pretty amazing. I watched the Meghan Markle thing. I have so many thoughts. I have way too many thoughts about it. Christmas is just around the corner and I have yet to buy any gifts for anybody and it's starting to stress me out. The holidays are just stressful and it shouldn't be. You're supposed to be like a time of joy and thanks and a figgy pudding and pictures with the family and Christmas cards. It's not, it's stress because you have your normal life and then you have, you have to go buy things. You have to, you have to spend money on people. If I wanted something, I go buy it. I don't need someone to go think that they know what I like. Like my mother, God bless her. She hasn't gotten me a good gift. I don't know. When was when Chernobyl melted down? That's the last time I got a good gift from my mom. She doesn't know that my, what size I am. She thinks I'm a large. Do I look like a large? Well, for those of you that are watching on the web, I'm a medium at best. And if we're being honest, I'm a schmedium. But here we are. She refuses to believe that I am not a large. She gets me swim trunks every year. Do I put them on and, and look like Adam Sandler? Every time. Do they come down to the middle of my calf? Yes, they do. <sighs> but you know what? It is what it is. But I love Christmas. I really do. I also just really love to complain. I'm not sure if you guys have uh, figured that out yet, but that's where we are. All right, let's call it Brandi. Little, little, loop. Beep, pop, boop. Hi. Mello, how are you doing? I'm good. Um, I just didn't, I didn't know that Bro Wells was showing up for the podcast. Today. So if I wear a backwards hat, I'm Bro Wells? Yes. Oh. What do you mean? That's, yeah. I didn't know that. I just didn't know that that, that's, this alter ego of yours existed. Yeah, well, it does. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, then. I feel like you like bros. I do, but it's it's different on you. Hmm. Is it not good? Should I? <laughs> no, no. Should I, I go I away from it? I think it's a no, no, no. Let's put it back on. Okay. Um, I think it. I just got used to it. Maybe. I mean, I wear I wear hats. I just you're normally a beanie guy. I am normally a beanie guy, but um, I feel like I've done a, 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 the the last couple episodes in a beanie, and I'm I'm trying to yeah. switch it up. You know. Okay. Oh yeah, sure. Dude, uh, it'd be cold outside. It's not. Is it not? How cold is it? No, I'm just saying like across the, the country. Oh, I was the, watching oh. the news today and I guess some, some big storms like coming on through. And so it's ah. obviously starting here and we've had rain the past two days. It oh, rains in Los Angeles. Wow. I know, but we'll probably not um, keep any of that water. We'll just like send it out into the fucking ocean and we'll still be in a drought. I don't know how, I don't know how any of this works, but it seems like we have rain. Why are we keeping it? I don't know. It's cause, uh, I don't think LA has like the proper, uh, shit to like distribute the rain. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We got to, let's get some shit LA to, let's Gotta. get some, let's get some lakes. Yeah. All right, let's get a, let's get a lake or two, maybe a reservoir. Oh, there is a silver lake reservoir. Oh, is there? Yeah. Oh, nice. Went full Santa Claus yesterday. I'm not sure if you've Ooh. seen my Instagram. Um, I have. Santa Claus came in on a helicopter. Saw that. Guess the reindeers are on strike or they're just like resting up for the big night. Not sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we really bouged it up. You know, we really went decadent with Santa coming. He got to come in in a car. True. But he came in on a helicopter. He did. Which is pretty cool. Very cool. Let's into it. It was good Santa. Yeah. It was good Santa too. You know, there are tears, but I guess if you're spending the the bucks on the helicopter, you're not getting some like mm. low tier Saint Cindy Claus. Right. Have you taken a picture with Santa? Are we too old for that now? Uh, I mean, I think the whole like sitting on Santa's lap thing is very creepy. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just like asking for like a me too moment. Um, mm. and I like to steer clear of that. You know, I, I don't need to sit on a man's lap yeah. to feel. What about me sitting like on a lap? Is Christmas that okay? Vibe. Um, I still think it's creepy. Yeah. I sat on his lap yesterday. Well, I sat on like the, Gross. um, the arm of the chair. It's a little better. Yeah. Yeah. It's Santa Claus. Uh, it's 
weird. I didn't tell him what I wanted. He didn't ask me. Yeah. What do you? What do you? He was, he was thinking about other things. Yeah. He was like, let me, let me tell you my Christmas wish, there, little Yikes. boy. Ew. Oh, oh, oh. What? Uh, what? It, what is your Christmas wish? My Christmas wish. Yeah. Like, what do I want for Christmas? Or yes. like. No, you don't um, need to. You don't need to come at me with world peace. You can. You can. <laughs> That you can literally what's going through my head. Yeah, you can come at me with like, <laughs> I want, you know, new riding boots or whatever. Whatever it is you actually want. Um, do you want to know what I actually want? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> it is the most like adult, I'm old thing in the whole world. Yeah. I legitimately asked for an electric gate for my barn driveway uh -huh. because right now I have to get out and open it and close it every single time I go through the barn driveway. And let me tell you what, in the winter when it's negative 25 and, and raining, it's not fun. I saw this one gate that was pretty cool and it used like the weight of the car to lift oh. it up. So it was oh, kind of like okay. a little, like um, a little ramp. Um, and when you drove up to it, the weight of the tire would go on the, on the little ramp and push down on this hydraulic arm that sends the, the gate up. And then you, did you see this on TikTok. I did. <laughs> and I was like, that's a good idea. And like, there's no electricity, you know, Genius. It, it just uses gr weight. Gra I don't know. It uses something. Here's the thing though. That means anyone could just pull up and open it. Well, I assume you can lock it so it doesn't work. Yeah, but then you'd have to get out and unlock it every time. Yeah, okay. Might, so yeah, so you want yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I understand. So this is yeah, this is a gate for like just on someone's property where you've already gone through a gate, I think. Ah, Maybe. genius. I know, also. That's pretty good. Yeah. So is yeah. someone getting you that? I mean, I don't know. Probably not. I never get what I actually ask for. No one ever does, I feel like. No. I need to stop asking for the things I actually want. I know. I don't even know what I told Sarah I wanted. I need to get on that because she's just gonna start getting me stuff. Kind of close. I know. She's smart, though. She was like, hey, you should talk to my stylist. <laughs> um, she knows exactly what I want. And so, bing, bing, boom, done. Very easy. What she wants is, like, pretty expensive. I don't want to just be giving one gift. Then you got to get a few expensive I, things. I, I know, but you boys, you know, it was a tough year. No, you're doing just fine. <laughs> you're doing just fine. What's going on in your world right now? Well... Yeah. I wasn't going to say anything. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I should say it. And I also don't know if there's like a total placebo effect going on right now. Okay. But I did take, um, <clears throat> I took a, I guess like a microdose of mushrooms this morning. Oh, you did? First time ever. Wow. Why didn't I you know. tell me? I would have joined in. We could have had a little mushroom episode. You got some mushrooms laying around? Yeah. I got some you micro. Do? I live in California. We got everything over here. Oh. Okay. Well. I have never taken them before. I don't really know what they're supposed to do. So, like, I feel like maybe I just, like, think I feel different. But I don't know. Why did you decide to take them this morning? So, I was at a Christmas party on Saturday. Yeah. And we actually have a friend that, I guess, makes them, mm -hmm. like, at his house. And so, everyone was just passing them around like friggin' candy. I guess that's what happens at adult Christmas parties, you yep. know? Instead of instead of hot tamales and peppermints, you, you get mushrooms. Yeah. Um, and everyone was, you know, just doing them. And I guess everyone has done them before. And I, I was like, you know, I, I want to try them. I do. I just want to try it in a controlled environment where I don't have to drive myself home. Just like, mm. just in case. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. in case, you know. And so I took two, two of them home and I was instructed to eat something in the morning and mm. then take it. And then just take one. Because I think like everybody else at the party was taking two at a time, but they'd been taking them. So they were, I was told, just take one and see how you feel and take it in the morning, but eat something. And so that's what I did. Yeah. You probably won't feel much, if I'm being honest with you. Should I take two? No. <laughs> that is the age-old mistake of like, the drugs aren't working. The Let's take more. Are, they're not drugs. Yeah, they are drugs. They're, uh, no, they're uh, from the earth. Everything is from the earth. <laughs> <laughs> no, some things are made in a lab. Yes, but they can be found in the world. Yes, you make LSD in a lab, but you can find it on... You can find the ingredients. Yeah. Anyway, psilocybin. It is definitely like the fad these days. It is. Like a lot of people are taking psilocybin at parties, at weddings, everything. Mm -hmm. All right, well, should I start saying some weird shit to you? Sure. 
All right. Slowly during this episode, I'm going to see if I can trip you out. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we should start the show now that I know that you're heavily dosed up. No, I took one. Yeah. What What do you feel right now? Energetic, I would say. Yeah. It is like yeah. a strong cup of coffee. Which is great. And I've already had coffee too. So I'm just like, you know, doubled up on the, yeah, yeah, on the yeah. hype. This is what I suggest you do. After this, you should take the second one. Really? Well, seeing how you feel. And okay. then you should go for a walk. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure Azzy Girl would enjoy that anyway. Yeah. Because the colors will be super bright. Really? Yeah. I just don't know if I believe that. They will be. Also, have you seen Nashville in the winter? There's no color anywhere. Well, it'll then it'll be more colorful than it is now. <laughs> it'll be brighter shades of beige. Very interesting. All right, do you want to start or me? I think it's you. All right. Bros and hoes, you're listening to a tripped out, fucked up version of YFT with Wells and Brandy. All right, YFTers, I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B O L L A N D B R A N C H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. I mean, I, I need should. a new bell for Christmas. Mine's weak. All right. Well, I feel like I need to play some, some stoner music for you, you know? Sounds great. I was still asleep But when my hand was holding hers She whispered words that I awoke And faintly bouncing round the room The echo of All right. We'll just, have the, we'll just have fish going on in the background. While we talk about, I think we need to start the episode with the White Lotus finale. Oh my goodness, have to. Spoiler alert, we're going to talk some White Lotus. So if you haven't seen the end of White Lotus, also what's wrong with you? But if you haven't, Mm -hmm. maybe skip ahead six minutes. Fair? Yeah, I think so. All right, let's go. Also, TikTok (coughs) probably already ruined it for you. Yeah, absolutely. That was my biggest motivation for watching it right away is because I knew I couldn't get on TikTok and not have it ruined. Yeah. How did you feel about it? I have mixed feelings. Okay. I really enjoyed it, but I felt like there was a lot of loose ends that I didn't get answers to, and that makes me angry. I agree with that. Just like right off the bat, hey, Tanya, go down the fucking stairs, lady. What are we doing here? (laughs) Right? Yeah. Just go down the stairs. You can see. And also, hey, how did you get on the boat or get on the smaller boat from the smaller boat to the bigger boat when you first went on the boat? Yeah. You must have learned how to get on the boat. Yeah. But I guess it's just so Tanya to be like, I don't know if I can make it. Oh, yeah, totally. Also, losing the heels would have helped her out, too. That's one of the big loopholes is that she jumped off with the heels. Uh Uh-huh. And then she's found without heels on. Oh, true. Those things seem strapped on. True. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Big loophole there. But I did like... Tanya's kind of final opus. And I think we all kind of knew that she was going to die because of the Madame Butterfly montage yeah. scene. But I think that a lot of people wanted her to live on because so she could be the constant thread through for White Lotus. Right. That's you being a fan of Jennifer Coolidge and not being right. an understanding of the character of Tanya. True. Also, I think it would be cool if they always take one character from the previous season into the next, but not always the same one, right? So, like, from one to two, it was Tanya, but from two to three, like, it could be 
Portia or, you know, Alfie or like somebody, just somebody that gets carried over every time. Well, can I tell you what I want to happen in season three? Sure. I want the through line to be through Daphne. Either she's recently divorced or she's still with Cam because I feel like that's the one loose end that I'm annoyed with. Mm -hmm. Like it did seem like we were driving towards something. There was some scam about to happen. And really all it was was the infidelity, the bullshittery of marriage, I guess, was the right. the overarching theme there. So I would like to see that go through. I agree. So do you think that Daphne and Ethan fucked? I don't know. Oh, I definitely think they did. You do? Yeah, because I think Daphne's teaching him a lesson of like, this is how Maybe. you deal. This is how you deal with people who are fucking you. And that's what uh -huh. so she was also teaching that lesson to Harper. Right. And I think that Harper also fucked Cam. Oh, for sure. Okay, so you believe that, that Harper fucked Cam, but you don't believe that Ethan fucked Ethan's Daphne? Just so <sighs> lame. Yeah. I'll tell you what this show did a very good job of. I hate everyone. And that's like that's really the only person I don't hate is the grandpa. Oh yeah. And even and even he <laughs> is a piece of shit. Yeah, everyone's a piece of shit. So yeah, I'd like to see the through line with through Daphne. One I because Megan is I think she was kind of a scene stealer for everything. Like she was so good. Mm. It's already built into her of being vindictive and mm -hmm. you know spiteful and conniving. So she's just a fantastic character. This might be an unpopular opinion, but I hate Alfie. <laughs> I don't like him either. I never really liked him. I mean, neither. Like, he's such a little bitch. Yeah. Like, his dad, his dad is not a good guy, but his dad's right. Like, he's like, mm -hmm. you're just going to be the easiest mark ever. And he was. I know. I really kind of wish that, that his dad had told him sitting there like, hey, that girl fucked me first. How does that make you feel? Yeah. Like, I kind of wish he'd said that to him. Yeah, I know. But he's <laughs> trying weird. to he's trying to get his wife back and everything. And so, like, I understand I him not doing it. I also wonder if Alfie knows he did it. Uh, that's a stretch, I think. Yeah. But let's be honest. He might have owed her that money. He was just Very kid true. in a candy store. He was cookie monster in the jar. He was slamming that ass left, right, and center. She was, you know, it was a couple euro, a couple thousand euro, I feel like every time anyone fucked her. Mm -hmm. He probably racked up that bill to around 50K. You're probably right. Do you know what the one thing that I noticed about this show? I think one of the themes is people are more terrified of being rude than they are of dying. Yeah. Which I think is a true thing. Tanya starts to realize that shit's wrong real early. Mm -hmm. And he kept keeps on being like, you're going to stay for dinner. We'll, f we'll have fun on the boat. Like, don't worry about it. And she's like, okay, nervous. You know, if you're, like, if you're really in danger, you're like, no, I'm fucking leaving right now. I'm calling 911, you know? Same with Portia. Like, she knows her phone's been stolen by Jack. Like, she knows something's not right. She even asks him, like, are you kidnapping me right now? And he's like, no, I'm going to show you around and don't worry about it. Not wanting to be rude to be like, I'm going to jump out of the car and call for the police right now. Yeah. Everyone was just was just like too nervous to be nice. I also didn't like how Mia played Valentina. I felt oh, so I, I felt so bad for her. Nah. <sighs> she was such a good character. She was getting dicked around. And by the way, then we saw her naked. What? Everyone should be trying to fuck the manager. Did you know that when you see Theo James's cack and balls? It's not real. It's prosthetic. I knew that. Yeah. Yep. Does that make you sad? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be a, a lot of man, though. And from what I understand, too big can be a problem, too. It can. Yeah. H how much of that do you understand, would you say? I don't know, but I, that's just how I sleep <laughs> at night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Going back to uh, Jack and Portia, do you think that he was going to kill her? Like he was supposed to kill her? I don't think so. No? I think he was just supposed to keep her busy while they killed Tanya. That's what I think. Yeah, but she figured it out, basically. Yeah, but it would have just been her word against theirs, really, if they'd really played their cards right, right? I know. I just hate how Greg ends up getting the money, I think. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. 
And honestly, Greg gets a better deal than he originally wanted because usually with an infidelity clause, it's only like 30% or something like that. And yeah. now that she's dead, I assume everything goes to him. Well, that's what she says, like to Portia on the phone is, oh, the prenup, like he gets nothing unless, and then it was just implied, like, unless I die. And that's yeah. when I started to freak. Yeah. So I think it was probably more about killing her than the infidelity to begin with. And probably the only reason they had her sleep with that guy is to make her like feel comfortable around, right? Like want to be around him. So she would get in the boat with him and think nothing of it. So he could kill her and throw her in the ocean. Yeah. That's what I think. I do love that she was able to kill everybody except for that one guy who I guess so got, got away. And I also love yeah, I finding so. out that the boat captain was also gay. That was pretty funny. <laughs> I think that much as I hated Albie, equally hated his father for different reasons and then loved the grandpa, I did love the ending of the pretty girl walking past and all three oh, yeah. of the men turning around to be like, Albie, you're also a piece of shit. You just yep. don't know it yet. Mm -hmm. I kind of like that. Anyways, I thought it was great. Big white lotus guy. Oh, yeah. I actually liked this season better than season one. I haven't watched season one, so I'm going to go back and watch what? it. What? Yeah, but what everyone said about season one is season one was funnier. Yeah. And you don't like comedy, so I might like season one more than season two, but I did yeah, love might. this season. All right, is that enough, White Lotus? I think so. I really wanted Portia to die. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that I think the big win in the season is is that she, poor, um, Portia got dropped off at the airport without any of her bags, so all of her terrible clothes stay in oh, Italy. Yeah. Gone. Gone. Also, did she have her passport the entire time? I assume. That's what I literally, same thought. Yeah. I guess when you're traveling around, especially if you're going like different cities and stuff, you're, you're taking your passport with you. I guess so. You I are. always am so scared I'm going to lose it. Yeah, I know. But I feel like sometimes I put it in the hotel safe. Yeah. If I, I think if I'm going to a different city, I'm taking my passport with me. That's true. It, it's one thing to like, if I'm just going out for the day. Right. But if I'm leaving to a different city, I'm like, I don't take True. the passport. Yeah. Also, it's, it's not real. So, right. Yeah. So. It's whatever. I've got something for you. Okay. Did you hear about the outbreak of crabs at BYU? Cannot say that I did. We're going back to the Mormons, guys. And I can't but like the Mormons oh, are the, they are the gift that keep on giving, folks. All right. <laughs> Just, I love everything about you Mormons. Like, it's so, mwah, double chef's kiss. This, and and like every time I do a Mormon bit, I'm like, there's no way this is real. And then it turns out to be like so real. And it's like, Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Well done. There's an outbreak right now at BYU of crabs. Do you know where people are getting the crabs, Brandy? Um... The pee, pee and vagina? No. See, that's what you would think normally because that's where crabs would be. Where else would you have them? People are getting crabs at BYU in their armpits. No. And they're calling it, wait for it, bagpiping. Bagpiping. Do you know, know why? I, ooh, I could guess. Why don't you go ahead and just take a swipe at it? I don't want to say just it. Just take a cut. I think you should say it. They're so scared of having real sex. That no. people are just fucking armpits now over no. there. They're just doing it in the armpit. You know why they call it bagpiping? Because it makes a sound. I don't think. <laughs> I hope not. Have you ever I'm seen sure some? It does. Have you ever seen someone play a bagpipe? Uh, I can't say that I have actually. Not in real life. What? Okay. Well, anyways, it's Wait, a, where would I see that? I don't know. <laughs> At a bagpipe show? Yeah. No, I haven't been to one of those. Well. Anyways, it's a big, oh, like, they, oh. thing underneath your arm, and then yeah. there's a kind of, like, a flute thing you play, and then you go oh, back God. like this. So, anyways. Oh, um, See, I was thinking, um, you know, the armpit noise? That we yeah, the fart. We were, I was thinking that's the same sound it might make. Maybe. Thanks to you, BYU, for fucking armpits. That is so nasty. Really weird, too. Also, that means, you know, and no judgment here, mm -hmm. uh, but that means like men are armpit fucking each other because women don't have hairy armpits, right? That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, some maybe here and there, but like yeah. for the most part, we don't have much hair there. I, I don't. Yeah. Even I don't shave, right. you know? So, so the guys at BYU are armpit fucking each other. 
Yes. Which that seems, I don't know the, you know, the book of Latter-day Saints from tip to tail, from uh, front to back, but I imagine they're not big into the gay stuff. (laughs) Call me crazy. The gay stuff. Do you think that that's gay if you're fucking another man's armpit? I think so. I do. I mean, I think if you're the, if you. Like I said, no judgment, but that is, I think, what's happening. What's gayer, being the fucker of the armpit or the fucky of the armpit? Probably about the same. (laughs) Holy shit, I want to be a doctor so bad at BYU to be like, Jesus Christ, what is going on here? I do not want that. I do not need to see any of that. So good. Uh, you got some other fave, ever, other fave things, bro? I'm, I'm so mortified by the conversation we just had. I need a second. Okay, yeah. T- take a minute. Let it sink in. Uh, you doing mushrooms on the show is very funny. Should I do this every Monday? I don't know. We'll see how this, the rest of this thing goes. Okay. <laughs> Have you heard about this Good Morning America scandal? I don't think so. Oh, dude, it's so great. Let me just read to you what it is. So there are these two Good Morning America anchors. One's named okay. TJ Holmes. The other's name is Amy Roback. They're both mm-hmm. married to other people, and they were caught canoodling, like on vacation together. Paparazzi got them. Showed Ooh. that they were having an affair. Mm. They were taken off the air because I guess they were having an affair or something. I think their marriages have completely dissolved into nothing. And I think that they might be together now, which is beautifully fucked up and amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Paparazzi are just still out here ruining lives, aren't they? I guess. So tragic. Speaking of paparazzi ruining lives, have you seen the Harry and Meghan documentary? No, I wanted to start it, but oh. I watched White Lotus, obviously. We watched two episodes. We watched two episodes last night. It's okay. pretty crazy. I will tell you this though, like it's fucking bonkers, and it's nothing but just like beautiful YFT fodder for me. Mm. Great. One of the things is is like Harry and Meghan are told by a friend, they're like, you should do a uh a video journal, a video mm. like blog of like your lives. It's called a vlog. A vlog, why? exactly. And uh, you should document what you're going through and everything. And probably like that. this was like subtext, but because we can sell this to Netflix later. But I wish that friend had said, hey, don't forget to shoot this in landscape because Ooh. there is nothing more annoying than going from landscape to portrait in your little vlog on Netflix. Very true. Do better. Do just, better. Just do better. Also, there's this like weird kind of narrative that Megan had no clue who Harry was and like had no clue about the royal family. Yada, 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 yada. Shut the fuck up. Sister, everyone in this country knows about the royal family. All right? We all know about the the grandma who won't die, even though she's dead, RIP. And then we all know about Charles who cheated on die and then die ended up getting killed by the paparazzi and left these two young boys to fend for themselves in a magical castle. Everyone knows the story. Mm-hmm. What are you talking? I am a boy, okay? I'm a boy who likes sports. I am not. You're, you're, you're a, you're a bro. I'm a bro today. today. Actually. Even I know about Prince Harry, Okay. <laughs> So you are a woman who was an actor who Mm. in the fucking documentary, you see her being Little Red Riding Hood in Into the Woods, okay? So that means you know about Disney princesses. Any young girl who knows about princesses knows about the royal family. Don't believe you think you're a liar. It's fucking ridiculous, number one. Number two, she calls him H and he calls her M, and it's so fucking weird. Why are you guys calling each other that? That's so, like, what are you, like, secret agents? You know? <laughs> Why are you calling them by the, there are a couple, like, bro friends I have where I'll uh-huh. be like, hey, T, what up, oh. T, you know? But really? not someone who I'm married to. Fascinating. Yeah, I could see, like, I could see him calling her M. That's kind of a cute. H is not cute in any world. No. Like, hey, H. H. I don't like it. What yeah. when you watch it, you're gonna hear it and you're gonna be like, ah, 
Let's not say that. I wish that producer would have been like, hey, we're not going to do that one, okay? Let's just, it, you guys are super cute, but let's not do that one. That's annoying. It's, it's just so, like, not mm, cute, no. you know? Megan has the most amazingly, annoyingly named friends. She has a friend named Silvertree, okay? Mm -hmm. Definitely renamed yourself Silvertree, and I hate that for you because you doesn't seem like you're indigenous or something, and, like, that's, like, your, you know tribal name. I think that you're just pretentious. That's what I think. And then there's also a friend named Nacho, which is great. I love Nacho. This is all an indictment on like how shitty British tabloids are effectively. Like that's all this is. The tabloids feed the popularity of the royal family. The royal family's popularity allows them to continue to be in pseudo power and it's just like one like cyclical thing after another and one feeds the other and yada, yada, yada. And that's all it is. It's just got going against the tabloids, which, yeah, go for it. They all seem like fucking monsters. And to a lesser degree, Sarah has to deal with this and your sister has to deal with this. And it's annoying for sure. Mm -hmm. And being protected because you're a public figure is a bullshit thing. That's one, one thing that I hated when I was studying journalism law. Anyways. It's all this indictment on the tabloids and stuff. It becomes racial or like at least some racial undertones. And one of the things is that she's from straight out of Compton, ripping off Dr. Dre and Snoop Doggy Dogg and effectively saying that she is a woman of color from like the bad side of Los Angeles. And then come to find out that she like grew up like in the Valley. She went to Northwestern, had a double degree like... It's so ridiculous what these tabloids were saying about someone who is like very, very well educated, comes from a very good family. Her dad worked in Hollywood. It sucks that that became the through line, the storyline for this entire family. I do feel for them. I really do. Like as much as I can make fun of like the way they call each other these names or like their friends' names and all that kind of stuff, I do feel for them. But then there's also this... If you didn't want the limelight, why are you making a documentary? You know? I know? Yeah. But then it's like, well, the narrative has been everyone else talking about me. I think I want to set the, set, set the record straight, which I understand that. As I'm two episodes in, my overwhelming thing is I do feel bad for Megan, but I feel really bad for Harry because I feel like he is he's still damaged from his mom passing. Yeah, and I think I a think lot so. of people hold that against him. They've weaponized that against him a little bit. Yeah. Anyways, it's fascinating. You should go watch it. I definitely, definitely will watch it. Uh, you got anything? <clears throat> you won't give a shit about this. Great. And there's not a whole lot to say about it. Uh, but if you watched Firefly Lane season one, season two is out. Oh, nice. It's really cute. Did you watch it? You didn't. I have no idea what Firefly Lane is didn't in the first so. place. Um, well, it was a book by Kristen Hanna that they turned into a series. stars Katherine Heigl. It's really a kind of about like two best friends that grew up together um, very different, like, family lives or whatever. Uh, Catherine Heigl's really the lead. She grows up to be, like, a, like a super famous news anchor, like, TV personality. Um, and it's really just the story arc of their lives and relationships and all kinds of stuff. Um, definitely a girl show. I wouldn't recommend that you watch it, Wells. Okay. Um, but gals, if you like, um, you know, a, a nice, easy um, watch that's, like, feel good, but also about some real shit. Highly recommend. Okay. I got in the Christmas spirit. So I got some Christmas reviews. Oh, okay, great. I'm going to start with the least favorite thing. Mm, okay. I watched Spirited, which is like the new Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell film. Yep. Mm -hmm. So have you seen it? No, I was. I wanted to watch it, even though I don't like comedy. I just love Ryan Reynolds. And apparently so does Shania Twain. Love that. We were there for that. I rewatched that clip so many times just to see the pure joy on Ryan Reynolds' face. <laughs> The shock and joy. Yeah. It's so good. I have a funny story about that. So Billy Porter was the one who like introduced her to like oh, win really? whatever. And so we're all in the back in the green room hanging out, having drinks. And Billy Porter is walking around with his cell phone, just jamming out to Shania Twain. And so I think Dwayne Wade was there and, and Dwayne Wade or like George Lopez is such a name droppy story, but whatever it's what was happening. They were like, do you, are you not familiar with Shania Twain's music? And he was Billy Porter was like, oh, no, I, I love her music. I'm getting in the fucking mood. And we we're like, yeah. So then <laughs> we're like, turn it up. So then we were all like dancing around to like, don't impress me much before yeah, like right. she went and sang it. And that was a pretty fun moment in time. 
Love that. Love Shania so much. She still looks so good, too. So good. Anyway, Ryan Reynolds, Will Ferrell, not, didn't love. Okay, so here's the thing. It's a musical. Okay. Full-on musical. Huh. And I bet you didn't know that. No. Here's my complaint with it. I love Ryan Reynolds, and I love Will Ferrell, and I love a lot of the other people on the show or in the movie. I don't love them because they're great singers. I love them because they're really funny. They're singing so much that there's like no real opportunity for dialogue that would be really, really funny. Mm. And their singing is not that great where I'm like, oh man, I gotta, you know, stick with this. Yeah. So unless you like really, 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 really love both those guys and like musicals, I would say it's a pass. Mm, okay. I know it's tough. That is tough. But it is what it is. Now, on to some that I would suggest doing. Mm -hmm. Finally watched Falling for Christmas. Mm. And that is Lindsay Lohan <laughs> and our good buddy Cord Overstreet. Yep. Let me just tell you why this movie's great, okay? <laughs> First of all, Cord's great. He is great. And Lindsay's fine. She's Lindsay's great. Lindsay. She's great. Yeah. Here's why this movie's great. Because it knows what it is. It's doing the Hallmark Christmas movie thing, but it knows that that thing is cheesy and kind of bad, and it, like, yes. leans into it. Mm -hmm. And it does it very, very well. It's almost meta in a way where it's, like, it knows how bad Christmas yes. movies on Hallmark and Lifetime are, and so it's, like, mm -hmm. leaning into that thing in a really, really tongue-in-cheek way, and it's very good. Agree. Whereas versus, like, the other one I talked about last week with uh, Justin Hartley, I don't think it knows that it's horrible. It's just bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, I agree with you. Like, at least this one kind of knows and leans into it. And then we watched another one last night, which is on Hallmark, and it's my buddy Tanner Novlin's new movie called Christmas Class Reunion. It is like the stereotypical girl comes back home and runs into the guy that she didn't like and Classic. yada, yada, yada. And she's she was a valedictorian, so she's in charge of the Christmas class reunion. And, you know, the guy that she hated in high school, of course, now is in charge of event planning in town. And that's Tanner's role. And now she has to deal with him. And lo and behold... He's a widower with the cutest little girl, and it's he. It's so great. It's right up your alley. Okay. And also, I think the girl was in Friday Night Lights. Oh, who is it? I don't know. Oh, Amy Teagarden. That is fabulous. I'll watch that for sure. Yeah, do it. There's a lot of great TV that is about to come out. Okay, give it to me. Um, Emily in Paris is about to come out, season three. Emily in Paris. Emily in Paris. Also, 1924 is about to come out, the sequel to 1883. Oh, yeah. That's about to come out. Also, I saw a preview last night on HBO for a new show called, like, something White House. Did you see that? No. Oh, my God. It looks incredible. The cast was, like, stacked. I don't think it comes out until early next year, but super excited about that. It looked really good. Oh, you know what just came out that I haven't started yet? Hmm. New season of Too Hot to Handle. Oh, we started it. Oh, how is it? It's pretty great. Okay. It's my it's one of my favorite trashy reality shows. Yeah, it's pretty good. And the people on it are all very attractive. Of course. That's the whole that's the whole thing. Yeah, they're too hot to handle. Yeah, duh. The way that they trick these idiots into doing this show is they think they're on some other type of reality show, like they always do. And they have Mario Lopez like in front of like a private jet to be like, You're about to go on a crazy adventure and da 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 da. Oh I think that's awesome, and I think that's funny. And my thing is, is that, hey, um, too hot to handle. Next season, can I be, like, the fake yeah. host of it? <laughs> Seriously. People, I think, would believe. They'd be like, oh, yeah, this, I think, yeah, Wells would host the new, like, yeah. dating show. You're right. I know. You're totally right. And, and I got, we need to call. And I go, we, we got to, my people need to reach, reach out to their people and, yeah. and get in on that. Mm, they do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great. I know we have a lot of female listeners, and I assume a lot of them are married. And this is maybe very specific to m my plight in the world, but I just think we got to talk about it. Okay. Hey, ladies, if you're in a different room and you're trying to talk to your husband or boyfriend, he can't hear you. <laughs> he can't. And there's nothing more fucking annoying than hearing like, what? I think she's talking. 
and then getting up and walking to a different room and being like, what? And she's like, full conversation. You know I fucking can't hear you. You're in a different room. The TV's on. Oh, I thought you could hear me. Do you think I have sonar hearing like I'm a dolphin or something? H how would I be able to hear you, lady? Lady. And I can't tell you how many times I'd be like, I c cannot hear you. It's so frustrating. <laughs> Just come into the room and talk to me. And I, it's always me having to get up and be like, what is she saying? And then going into another room, like, what? And it's always something stupid being like, oh, my God, I can't believe that. Like, I got two of these same pairs of shoes. <laughs> what? This is what you brought me in here for? I imagine that that's every guy's having to deal with this. I know I'm not the only one. Uh, good. <laughs> that's good. Uh, really good. Man. Oh, man. Well, and I, you know, big sports guy, Bro Wells is here. Did you happen to watch the UFC fight the other night? No, I didn't. Was it good? Oh, I do like, I, mean, I do like Patty the Batty. Oh, well, okay. So he won. Yeah, but it was, it was controversial, I, right? It's I, I, I'm telling you, like, listen, I don't claim to know much about UFC, but I watched that whole damn fight. I thought it was pretty obvious the other guy won. Yeah. So, like, yeah, huge upset, I would say. Interesting. Yeah. So I'd, I'd love to, you know, know what everybody else thought because I was just really – like, you know, um, at the end of the fight there or whatever – the ref stands with one of them on each side and like holds their wrist right and waits to like hold up the one that won, you know? Mm -hmm. He's like standing there with both of them and fucking Patty's over here acting like he already won, right? His hands up on the other side and he's just like bowing to the crowd like he's fucking royalty. And I thought for sure they were going to like say the other guy won and it would just be such so, so embarrassing for him because he's over here like walking around like a fucking winner and I really thought he was the loser. And then lo and behold, Patty fucking won it. And yeah. I, I just, I'm sorry, I, the other guy was better. Interesting. Yeah. Have you heard of this open AI thing? Um, Chat DDP no. or whatever. It's I've been seeing it on TikTok a lot. And it's a new website that uses AI to mm -hmm. do things for you. Okay. Like what? Anything. I opened up an account and started asking it questions. I asked it to write a song about losing my faith in religion, similar to Dylan and Dawes. Mm -hmm. And this is what it came back with. Here's a possible sad song about losing faith in religion in the style of Bob Dylan and Dawes. Verse one, I used to believe in the stories they told about a God who loved and protected us all. But now I feel lost and all alone as I question everything I've known. Chorus, I've lost my faith and I don't know what to do all the answers I once had are no longer true. I'm struggling to find my way in the dark. I've lost my faith and it's tearing me apart. Verse two, I thought I had a purpose and a plan, but now it all seems like a fairy tale. I'm trying to hold on to what's left of my soul, but it's hard to keep the faith when you're feeling so alone. Chorus, I've lost my faith and I don't know what to do. All the answers I once had are no longer true. I'm struggling to find my way in the dark. I've lost my faith and it's tearing me apart. The bridge, I don't know what the future holds, but I know I can't keep pretending. I have to face the truth no matter how it hurts. I've lost my faith and I'm trying to find my way back to the light. And then chorus, I've lost my faith and I don't know what to do. All the answers I once had are no longer It fucking wrote this song in like two seconds, man. <laughs> And it's, like, not fucking bad. <laughs> I then asked it to write a funny scene in an episode of Seinfeld, and it did. And it what? was fucking funny. I mean, listen, the robots are taking over. We have to write our thank you notes. Oh, we should definitely have them do it. So I asked it, hey, <laughs> can you write a wedding thank you note for someone named Aunt Casey who made no. us homemade, ta handmade towels, but didn't come to the wedding? How long did it take to get this result? Like, is it immediate that they it just pops it right out, or does it take a minute? It's pretty immediate. This huh. is what it wrote. Let's hear it. Dear Aunt Casey, we just wanted to take a moment to thank you for the beautiful handmade towels you gave us as a wedding gift. They are truly one of a kind, and we appreciate all the time and effort you put into making them. We also want to say we're sad that you missed us on our special day, but your presence was there in spirit, and it meant the world to us, and we're so grateful to have you in our lives. Thank you again for everything. We're so lucky to have an aunt like you. With love, your names. What? <laughs> what? Are you going to send it? I hate to say this. Everyone's getting fucking AI thank you letters from, for our wedding. 
Guys, it's happening. Honestly, if I had to get married, I'd have it right. My wedding vows. Holy <laughs> bonker shit. Like, I know. So here's the thing. I know it's the beginning of the end. It's very bad. Like this. It's very, it's very this bad. This is very bad. It's not good at all. It's going to take all of our jobs. Yes. Oh, and if you don't think that I asked it, hey, what's some good podcast topics? It came back. Well, I can't tell you exactly what you should do, but here are some good like ideas. You should talk about things that you like. Or things that huh. interest you. Oh, fascinating. And I'm like, fuck, that's our show! <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I know that this is bad. I know that... It's really bad, yeah. What makes humans human is our creativity. And if something can do our creativity for us, then we're all going to be so fucking boring. Yeah, it's not good. It sucks. It really does. And I was seeing how it's just going to ruin schools. Because you can be like, hey, write a book report about... Catcher in the Rye, and it will totally do that for you. So teachers are like, okay, so we can't have send home homework anymore. No. You can go into it. This is so fucking bum. I mean, like, so there are things about it that are cool, and then things about it where I'm like, that sucks. So I went, and I went in my, to my refrigerator, and I typed in all the ingredients I had in my refrigerator. No. And then said, I want to make a soup. No. What should I make? And it came back. With a fucking recipe for me for soup. That's great. I know. I was also like, I want to make very specific dish. And I asked it, I want to make this. You have a good recipe for it. And then they said, yes. This is, so this is the recipe. I said, okay, now can you write me a shopping list? And it wrote me a shopping list. Taking jobs left and right. We don't need to think anymore. No, it's we, scary. We haven't been for a while. No. And that goes back to like the TikTok algorithm, which which I don't like of like the things that like the videos that I work hard on or the videos that I think are oh, like yeah. good don't do well. And then the ones I that know. are brain dead do well. And it's like we're not promoting being fucking creative anymore. No, it's tragic. So I'll get off my soapbox now. I have a quick question. Yeah. Where the hell is your white curtain? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I decided I hated it. Are you kidding me? I know, I hated it. There's it's no personality. I like what's behind me. It didn't. So you're telling me that I got this whole fucking setup for no uh, fucking reason? Hey, I did too. No, you had it already. I bought I it. I bought it. I bought it because we were told to do it and I hated it. You said you already had the step and repeat for parties. I do, but I had to buy the sheet. Oh, well, <laughs> I took down all of my picture frames on the wall. Do you want me to bring all it back? Fucking what? Yeah, I do. Why? It's so boring. I don't know. The red's just very aggressive. Couldn't you have picked a different color, like gray? I guess. I need to redo this whole studio anyways. You really do. Maybe I'll bring it back. Let's ask the wife tears. Should we bring it back or not? Well, let's see what this video looks like this week, and then we can decide. Okay. We should take some calls, yeah? Yeah, definitely. Hi, welcome, Brandy. Long time fan of the show. Love y'all so much. You make every week better. Thanks. Uh, favorite thing, especially for Wells, going back to old seasons of the rules challenge mm -hmm. from early 2000s this time of year because just as it's getting cold it's going back to their roots of going back to the islands and just getting really drunk and doing low budget challenges it's amazing also can you just let Heidi Klum be a worm she's so hot all the time no that sometimes you just want to be a worm leave her alone no anyway love y'all so much thank you again and we'll listen next week well, thanks. No, I had to make fun of Heidi Klum because she's trying way too hard with way too big of a budget. It's too much. It's funny. Speaking of the challenge, I was when I was backstage at the People's Choice Awards, I was hanging out with The Miz and we become good buddies. And I was asking him, I was like, I was like, would you ever do the challenge again? He's like, no, you know, my, my career now has gone into a different direction. I'm on this kind of the, this reality star and I'm on, you know, WWE. I'm a reality star. Well, he and his wife has his own, have his own show. I know. And then he's also like a huge WWE guy. And he's like, no, I never do it. But like, because I was like, we're obsessed with it. And he's like, oh, yeah, we still watch it. Let's see what this one's about. The subject is Killer Sally. I don't know what this could be, but I'm excited for it. Hi, Wells and Brandy. This is Hope from California. What up, Hope? Um, one of my favorite things, I don't know if you guys have seen it on Netflix. I believe it's called Killer Sally. Um, it's another true crime limited series about um, a murder or self-defense, you decide, um, case in California. So it was close to home for me, and it was pretty nuts. 
uh, it was really good. We watched it all in one night. So I suggest that. Thanks. Love you guys. Bye. Killer Sally. Interviews with friends, family, and Sally McNeil herself charted bodybuilding couples' rocky marriage and its shocking end in a Valentine's Day murder. Killer Sally. That sounds pretty great. That does sound good. I'm into that. All right, we're going to look into that. Thank you. Thank you, Hope. What else we got? Hi, Love and Brandy. Yo. This is Jasmine calling from the North slash Central. Um, uh, I'm calling from Sacramento. I wanted to call in just say I'm a big Shut fan down. of Second Traffic right now, so I thought I'd call in and say I'm a big fan, been listening since day one. Mm-hmm. I Thank feel you. like I am a secret love child of you both. Oh. Uh, well, I'm a big golfer. Oh. Um, my current bucket list is to golf in every state, so I would love some recommendations of some out of California states or golf places that you've golfed at. Um, and Brandy, we read listen and watch like all of the same music so love, love you both um wanted to say i do have a least favorite thing okay there's a new show on netflix called drink masters and i just completely don't understand how wells is not the host mm. of that show it's yeah just, it's a good show but i just don't understand how wells is not the host um, and I would love for you guys to do some live shows. I would be front row center. Um, love you guys. Have a good day. Bye. Yeah. There's I, a show you should be hosting or what? Yeah. It's like, it's called drink masters and we saw it and yeah, it's like to my manager, I was like, why the fuck did I not get this job? The other one is Barmageddon with like everyone from the voice. It's a like Carson Daly and what's that other guy? Oh, anyways. I can't host all the shows. You, know? you could. It would I could. be great for our it show. It would be great. It would be. Golf courses outside the state. Here's the thing, lady. You live in California where there's so many good golf courses. Uh, you should try to knock off the ones in California that like need to be done. Like, hey, let's go down from, let's go south to north. If you, you should go down to San Diego and you should play Torrey Pines. Everyone can play it. Play the north course. It's fucking amazing. It'll blow your mind. It's really, really hard just to kick your ass, but it's fine. Then come up to Los Angeles. There's a lot of really good golf courses. The problem is the really, really good ones are private, but there's a great Lynx course out in Simi Valley called Rustic Canyon that I highly recommend. It's a very, very good course, and you'll have a lot of fun. Keep on going up north. There is a uh, amazing course in Santa Barbara called, I think, Sandpiper. It's right there by Bacara. You can't miss it. It's also public. It's an amazing course with just views of the fucking ocean all over the place. If it was private, it would be like the next Pebble Beach. Speaking of Pebble Beach, go up to Pebble Beach. If you haven't, you I assume you have, but you should go down to Pebble and play Pebble, Spyglass, Poppy Hills, The Hay, all of those courses. It'll cost you a fucking ton of money, but it's bucketless shit. There's also two courses in the Monterey Peninsula that are unknown, but absolutely amazing called Bayonet and Black Horse that I suggest. So right there from the middle of the, uh, the, middle of the state down, those are the courses you should go play. What else we got here? Hey guys, this is Meredith from hey, Meredith. Ohio. Ohio. Um, oh, hi. Last oh. week's episode, you mentioned mm-hmm. construction and noise waking you up. Just mm-hmm. got to say, one of my favorite things yeah. as of recent mm-hmm. is a sound machine. Okay. I'm not a, I'm not um, a baby. Things you have babies listen to. Um, for adults, turns out they're pretty great too. I use one and now I sleep like a baby. Um, also, I've always thank used one. you so much for sharing Josiah and the Bonnevilles. He is so good, and his uh, so glad you mentioned his cover of Taylor Swift. He's blowing up on Instagram right now, and um, it's possibly because you shared out him to all of us, and we're listening to him. And probably um, he's just really, really unique, and loves his story that he's been sharing every day. Um, Brandy, keep sharing content for the horse girls out there. We love it. Um, that's so fun. And what the heck does your friend Kirsten do for work? Because she travels with you all the time and I'm so jealous, but it's so fun to watch, um, you guys travel around and, um, yeah, so just wanted to say hi and share my favorite things and, um, have a great rest of your day. Do you want to know about your freeloading friend? Cool. Um, look, I have a couple things to say here. Number one. Sound machine is a fucking game changer. Uh, what am my I, a parents child? have 
my parents have conditioned us to sleep with one uh, ever since I was a child. My mom still sleeps with one. It's or like a fan. If you don't, you know, a fan makes the same white noise, right? Having a fan in the room. I I have a travel size one. I I, I go everywhere with it, and it just. I sleep with it at home too. It's just so like peaceful and relaxing, but there's something about it when I'm sleeping in hotel rooms, like sleeping to the same like white noise everywhere I go just kind of makes me feel like at, at home and like I'm mm. not in a different place. And it's very helpful if you um, travel a lot and have to sleep in different places. Also, if you're staying in a loud hotel like Vegas or New York, it helps drown out that street noise or that party, you know, the party vibes. Um, so yeah, like not just for babies at all. I also make my dogs uh, sleep with one. So highly recommend. Um, as far as Kirsten goes, hilarious. So Keys, as I like to call her, um, Keys actually has two full-time jobs. Uh, Keys works for iHeartMedia in marketing and her job is remote so she can work from anywhere, which is why she's able to go everywhere with me. She just takes her little laptop and, um, usually like when I'm working, right, it's like nighttime stuff, the DJing. Um, but occasionally there'll, there'll be times where she's got the laptop out and she's working while I'm working and we're just happen to be in, you know, some cool location. So that's what she does. And then she also, um, I meant to actually talk about this last week. She just launched, if you live in Nashville and and you're looking for um, any kind of like pre-made meals or meal prep stuff, uh, Kirsten just launched her own um, little, little side hustle company. It's called Keys Cooks, and she's got a week-long pre-packaged cleanse. Like when I say pre-packaged, I just mean like everything you need for the week, like she delivers to your doorstep, um, but it's all fresh food. Um, I think like the, the cleanse she's got is mostly greens. It's not liquid at all. It's just all green, um, no meat or anything like that. Um, lots of good stuff for you, like anti-inflammatories. And so she, she does the the meal prep delivery stuff and she's got a cleanse and then she's also got just like a regular meal prep for the week. So if you're interested in that at all and live in Nashville, cause it is just local, you should check out Keys Cooks on Instagram and it's K-I-E-S Keys cause Kirsten. All right. Last one. Team Brandi is the name of this one. I don't, I don't like that at all. I don't, like, I don't like where this is going at all. Keep those guys. Coming. Hi, Brandy and Wells. I'm going to say Brandy's name first because we always say Wells and Brandy and I feel like she needs a shout out. Uh, anyway, my name is Matt. Okay. First of all, <laughs> that's not me having a big ego. It's actually was planned when we started the show. I said, should we be Wells and Brandy or Brandy and Wells? And you were the one. I know you're right. Okay. So I just You're want right. That was my call. Okay, cool. It, it does sound better. I agree. It does sound better. Yeah. I don't know why, but. Again, I'm from New York City. Shout out to Sarah, but I'm from Denver. So shout out to Brandy's Brewston in Denver. Um, anyway, I'm still glad. I'm so glad that you guys are still doing the podcast. Uh, it's a great pick me up for the middle of the week. And uh, one of my favorite things is hearing about all the behind the scenes Bachelor in Paradise content. But Wells. I have a bone to pick with you. Um, okay. You always get on Brandy for not having any content, but then mm. she brings up House of the Dragon, like ready to talk, and you tell us that you fell asleep <laughs> yeah. during the biggest show on TV right now. Uh -huh. Like, that's not cool. So nope. I feel like you can't rag on her anymore for not bringing content to the podcast. Um, right. Also, would love to hear some cooking recs, maybe some favorite like winter meals to look snatched like Brandy. Or to have an erotic grandpa bod like Wells. Mm. Uh, just kidding. Love you, Wells. Not trying to get rid of you or anything. But also, if Wells ever needs a break, we should get Olivia back on the podcast. Because Ooh, she has love that idea. great book recommendations. I still follow her Goodreads account, and I love her. Anyway, uh, also can't wait to see Brandy on Bachelor in Paradise potentially next year. Uh, however, no, same. I feel like Wells, you should do her a solid and like work some of your Bachelor magic to try to get her set up with some of the guys from the season that she said was hot and get them to slide into her DMs because we all want that Alex to happen for her. Anyway, love you guys. Bye. I love her. Well, she loves you apparently. Tell me your name again. Girl, slide into my DMs. We need to be besties. My name is Madigan. I'm from Madigan. Girl, slide mm. on in. I'll be on the lookout. We should be besties. Madigan. Well, she just talked about book recs. I have a book rec. That's I'm reading a book right now that I really, really like for all you sci-fi dorks out there. I'm reading a book called Leviathan Wakes. 
It's a New York Times best-selling series, so there's a bunch of them, and it takes place in the future, in space. And in this world, there's a colony on Mars. There's a colony of people that live on the outer belt that are like kind of like miners, and there are people that still live on Earth. It tracks two different storylines that intertwine at some point, I think. But uh, there's like a kind of a space cop who's told to go find this like a uh, rich people's daughter. Uh, and they're not really sure where she was, but we, they think that she was, you know, in the asteroid belt on the outer on the outer realm or whatnot. And they can't find her. And then it also tracks a, um, a, a shipping freighter that was taking basically big chunks of ice from the ice belt to the planets and they get a a distress call from a ship and so like i guess like space law is you have to stop and help and they go and help and it ends up being this uh this ploy with a bomb inside that explodes and kills a bunch of people and the guy who stops to help makes the mistake of realizing that the bomb had some parts that were from Mars and sends out a message being like, we just got bombed. It was, it was the Martians that did it and uh, kind of like starts this war. And so now it's like these two stories of like this cop trying to find this girl and like this crazy thing that's happening uh, on this ship out in space and how those things intertwine. Anyways, very, very good. I, uh, I'm only like halfway through it, but I, maybe not even that, maybe a quarter of the way through it, but I really like it. Sounds really good. Yeah. Just how's the high feeling right now? You know, it's uh, it comes in waves. Okay, yeah, well, that's that's definitely. Um, Is that right? That's definitely shrooms. I don't, I don't think I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like whatever I lean into, it like just heightens that. Yeah. So when I'm like talking a lot, and then it like and then it like amps me up more. But if I like sit for a second in space, I'm like really fucking space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I like that. I want it to keep me hype. Yeah. Go out. Go take a take you a little fish. I'm playing fish. Yeah. <laughs> I go near it a little bit. Go out and take a walk around. Go pet mm -hmm. some horses. I think the coolest thing about mushrooms is your perception of people's energy or animals' energy. You can definitely pick up on it more than you normally can. You'll be drawn to things that have like very good energy, and then there'll be things where you're like, okay, I gotta stay away from you. I don't, I don't like what's happening over there. I need to come over oh. here. It's very, very weird and it's kind of coolly intuitive, and animals are okay. generally always put off really good energy, and you'll probably really like going to the barn and stuff. I don't know. I have one pig that just puts off bad energy all the time. But go check it out. It's like you become a beacon for people's vibes. It's so okay. weird. Okay. Uh, is this our outro? Yeah, this is our outro. Because I have some announcements. What, what do you got? Quickly. Um, I am working to get uh, the official announcement out um, early this week, but I am playing in Miami on New Year's Eve. Um, and I know like New Year's is one of those things where you like you need some heads up. So you have time to like you know, book flights and lodging and stuff like that. So if you're looking for something to do on New Year's Eve, um, I am playing on South Beach in Miami at a club called M2. It's going to be super fun. So if you already find yourself in Miami and don't have plans yet, come on out, party with us. Um, it'll be super cool. And then also, I think I mentioned it last week, but I am doing holiday giveaways on my Instagram every week of the month. Um, we did one last week for, uh, I gave away like a really luxurious uh, blanket and I'll announce the winner. She already knows she won, her name's Jen, but I'll announce the winner today and then um, also the next giveaway. So make sure you're paying attention to my stories. On Tuesdays is when I announce the giveaway for the week and then uh, you only have 48 hours to enter before I pick a winner. So make sure you're paying attention. All right, sounds good. I'm giving away something really cool this week. So it's Wednesday. So that means like you have the rest of the day today to check it out if you haven't already. No, I'm not giving anything away. It's good vibes. All right. Well, have a good week. All right. Ha good Trips. luck out there. I'm scared. <laughs> I want to, I want a full recap next week of like how you really feel about it. Should, should I do this again next week or take a break? Sit with it, experience it. Okay. And then come back to me next week. And if you want to do it again next week, I think it's funny if you do. Um, was I like not? Was I really like not normal? You're pretty normal. You did. I okay. did notice you space out a couple times. Yeah, like when you get on your rants, yeah, I'm just quiet for a minute. Like then it like uh, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's okay. You got to come out here and we'll go. We'll go on a hike or something. We'll go to Big Ooh. Sur and do some weird shit and yeah, drown in the ocean, White Lotus style. That's right. Sounds great. 
All right, YFTers, we do not suggest you do psychedelics. No, um, no, 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 no. But no. if you do, do them responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we love you guys. Uh, if you want to call the hotline, it's 858-630-1856. Don't do drugs, kids. LOL. <laughs> How is it that you were the one who did drugs on the show before <laughs> I did? They're not drugs. Yes, they are. No, they're from the I wheeled around because I didn't hear what you had said. I saw you dancing with Leyu up on Limor's bed. And I was foggy, rather groggy. The binding belt enclosing me, a sample in a jar. God, fish is great. Especially when you're on trucks. <laughs> All right, see you guys. Not on drugs. <laughs> Yes, you are. No, I'm not. I don't know what to. T- I don't know how to tell you this, but you are. <laughs> okay, well, so is everyone out there that takes like fucking Adderall, Concerta, Vyvanse, like all the things. Oh, 100 percent. Everyone's on drugs. Welcome to life. Yeah. And the robots are taking over. And they are taking over. That is very true. And we're just all on drugs. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.